2: Where cops nabbed the homeless man accused of stabbing the young woman to death.
1: His notorious criminal past revealed. Look at all these mugshots. And mourning the woman thrown to her death on the subway.
3: The extreme steps commuters are taking to
4: stay safe. I come upstairs, strap myself.
5: Then, is there a glitch on the COVID test website?
4: COVIDtests.gov.
1: Then, cease and desist, sis, Britney's extraordinary letter to Jamie Lynn. Plus, the missing French bulldog and the mysterious airport swap 3,000 miles away.
4: I love you so much.
1: And along came a spider right into the baby's crib. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norval.
6: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The manhunt is over for the suspect wanted in the brutal slaying of a young woman working at an upscale furniture store in Los Angeles. A good Samaritan recognized him from images, including this surveillance video. The person called authorities, and it turns out the suspect is well known to police because he has a lengthy list of arrests on both sides of the country. Jim Murray now with details. The homeless man wanted in the stabbing
2: death of UCLA grad student Brianna Kupfer is under arrest. Police reportedly got their break in the case after a citizen recognized the suspect from the wanted poster and called the cops. He was found at a bus stop in Pasadena, California, 12 miles from where police say he brutally stabbed to death 24-year-old Brianna. Suspected killer Sean LaValle Smith has a rap sheet filled with at least 11 arrests in North and South Carolina and Los Angeles. Police released this video of Smith looking ultra calm at a 7-Eleven just 30 minutes after allegedly slaying 24-year-old Brianna. He pays in cash and at one point lowers his mask, revealing his facial features. He buys a vape pen, then casually returns to the cashier and exchanges it for another. The 7-Eleven where the suspected killer shopped is exactly 1.3 miles from the luxury furniture store where Brianna was found slain. Police say before the fatal and senseless attack, he visited several stores up and down this busy Los Angeles street. He wore a painter's mask like this, a simple mask that protects against dust. He also carried a dark backpack, a sign police say points to him being homeless. Andy Bales runs L.A.'s Union Rescue
0: Mission. He has a chilling warning. It's the worst thing. Uh... Possible conditions I can think of in my 35 years of doing this work, 17 years here on Skid Row, and I've never seen the level of violence. I've never seen the behaviors, the kind of behaviors that are coming out of people. Despite his long rap sheet,
2: at the time of Brianna's murder, Smith was free on a $1,000 bond. I spoke to Brianna's heartbroken father, Todd Cooper. You just want to get on a a soapbox and scream, hey, why isn't anybody taking care of these problems?
0: I think people are in positions that can affect change. And I hope that they get the message that what they're doing right now is not the right solution.
2: Brianna's murder throws the spotlight on random and senseless acts of violence that authorities say are being committed by the homeless. Ann Mercogliano picks up the story in New York.
3: Thanks, Jim. The surge in those horrifying random acts of violence is also sending a chill throughout New York City. The face of 40-year-old Michelle Go gazes down on Times Square and a somber vigil in her memory. Police say she was murdered here in the Times Square subway station, shoved in front of a train by a crazed homeless man.
7: you pushed the woman on the tracks? Yeah, my gun Yes, I did. Why? My gun I can do it.
3: The subway is turning into a magnet for the homeless and the pandemic is only making things worse. An estimated 25% of homeless people are emotionally disturbed. This 23-year-old model was severely beaten on a subway platform in November. Look how close she came to being thrown onto the tracks. I don't want things to happen to anyone else. Some riders are taking extreme
4: measures. I strap myself. And I just wait for the train to come. And once I see that the train is coming, I put the key in. And then I get on the
3: train. We found nervous riders standing well back today. I usually walk in the middle because I am always afraid. One idea under consideration is the installation of platform barriers like these at New York's JFK Airport subway station. A police association leader had this reaction.
6: Let's put
0: barriers up, and you know, here's an idea: when someone pushes someone on the subway tracks, they get arrested, they go to jail, they don't get a bond, so they can't get out and do it again. And you give them 25 years in prison.
3: The murders here in New York and Los Angeles are sparking intense national debate. Fox News, News Channel's Tucker Sunbury. Carlson is under fire the after calling fire for a crackdown people. on homeless and encampments. That's
0: we're hauling your tent to a landfill and cutting off your checks today. You are a drug addict. Get a job or leave.
3: But New York Mayor Eric Adams says demonizing the mentally ill is unfair. My
5: deployment of law enforcement officers matched with mental health professionals to give them the services immediately is what we must do right now.
6: It's estimated there are more than a half a million homeless people in America. The government just unveiled this new program to get four free COVID tests to every household in the country. But if you went online to try to register, you may have had a little trouble, especially if you live in an apartment. Les explains.
5: Millions of Americans are jumping online today to order their free at-home COVID test kits. But some are finding a glitch. If you live in an apartment, you may get this message. Tests have already been ordered for this address.
4: When someone in my building requests a test, so I can't request any tests?
5: Frustrated apartment dwellers are taking to social media, pleading for help. The U.S. Postal Service says the problem is occurring in a small percentage of orders and there are ways around it. First of all, you need to look up exactly how your address is listed with the post office by going to USPS.com. Inside Edition producer Alicia Powers lives in Manhattan and found that her order was rejected when she put a space between her floor number and apartment. 14
4: space B. We couldn't validate your address as complete.
5: But when she put them together with no space, the order went through. Free COVID tests by mail. What a great idea if this was a year ago, you know? Jimmy Kimmel brought up a good point last night. Four tests per household, which is great news for people who live alone and literally no one else. Because what if you have a family of five? Do you start ranking your children? I don't know. One factory in Miami is working around the clock, preparing one million test kits a day. We're currently operating 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we're trying to hire hundreds of employees every single week. And the pandemic has claimed another high-profile personality. Andre Leon Talley, the groundbreaking former top editor at Vogue magazine and fashion icon, reportedly died at a New York hospital from complications of COVID. Tally has appeared on Inside Edition many times. The larger-than-life figure was a fixture on the
6: fashion scene for decades. Vogue editor Anna Wintour called the loss of tally immeasurable. The science is clear. In the age of COVID, wearing a mask keeps both you and those around you safe, but not everyone wants to wear one. But does that include one particular Supreme Court justice? There are reports of a dispute over masks between two justices on the nation's highest court, and now they are weighing in.
2: Is the United States Supreme Court facing internal turmoil over masks? I'm justice Neil Gorsuch, appointed to the, the high death. court by President Trump in 2017, is reportedly refusing to wear a mask. And that is supposedly infuriating liberal justice Sonia Sotomayor. Sotomayor suffers from diabetes and is at high risk for COVID. She once spoke about her affliction on GMA. Well, when I was seven and a half years old, I was diagnosed with a condition called juvenile diabetes. Dr. Robert Gabe is with the American Diabetes Association.
0: As many as 40% of all the deaths from COVID have been in people with diabetes.
2: Sotomayor and Gorsuch sit next to each other when the court is in session. NPR's Nina Totenberg broke the story.
4: She She said she wouldn't go if, if, if everybody in the courtroom wasn't masked.
2: Today, both justices issued a rare public denunciation of the story. Reporting that Justice Sotomayor asked Justice Gorsuch to wear a mask surprised us. It is false. While we may sometimes disagree about the law, we are warm colleagues and friends. Fox News reporter Shannon Bream is also reporting that the story just isn't true.
6: I am told that is not accurate. NPR says it stands by its story. Now, if you thought Britney Spears and her sister were getting close to patching things up, forget it. Britney just had her lawyers send Jamie Lynn Spears a cease and desist letter. Britney's attorney says feel free to promote your new book, but don't do it on the back of your better known big sister.
5: The family drama between Britney Spears and her sister, Jamie Lynn, is intensifying big time. Britney's lawyer, Matthew Rosegart, just sent a cease and desist letter to Jamie Lynn as she continues to promote her memoir, Things I Should Have Said. The letter demands that you cease and desist from referencing Britney derogatorily during your promotional campaign. Then comes this stern warning. If you fail to do so or defame her, Britney will be forced to consider and take all appropriate legal action. This week, Jamie Lynn appeared on the podcast, Call Her Daddy. The host read this disturbing excerpt from her book.
3: You write, Brittany said to me, Baby, I'm scared. And she took a large knife from the
4: kitchen, pulled me along to my room, and locked us both inside. That was really scary, and I hated that that happened. But also, like, she must have been in pain, too. But I was a kid, like, I didn't know what to do.
5: The podcast and Jamie Lynn's entire publicity tour is infuriating Brittany. Today, she posted this expletive filled rant. You selfish little brat. Blank you, Jamie Lynn. You shut me out when I needed you the most. Yikes. So can a cease and desist order really keep Jamie Lynn quiet? A
1: letter like this is pretty much doomed to failure. Either it's going to just generate more interest in the sister's book, or if it winds up in court, Brittany would lose because you have to show malice. You have to show you absolutely knew you were lying and trying to hurt somebody's reputation. Almost impossible to do.
5: Despite all the sibling drama, Jamie Lynn says she still loves her big sister and always will.
4: I love my sister. i her biggest fan. But guess what? Sisters are sisters or whatever, you know.
6: Brittany denies the incident with a knife ever happened. Meantime, her legal team is accusing her father of pocketing more than six million dollars from her earnings. He has not commented, but in the past, he said he's always acted in Britney's best interests. Arachnophobia means fear of spiders, and thanks to this TikTok video,
4: a lot more people
6: might have it now. Megan Alexander has details. It's like
4: a scene out of a horror movie. A baby is blissfully asleep when out of nowhere, a giant spider appears on the baby cam, and it's coming right at the little girl. I was terrified. (laughs) I don't like spiders, so I was like, oh my goodness,
6: this spider's gonna eat my child.
4: Emily Stewart is little Kyla's mom, and she couldn't believe what she saw the next morning on the baby monitor. The spider appears to land right by Kyla's face, then up it goes. What did you do once you saw the spider?
6: I went in her room and searched everywhere for it and found it on the ceiling and squashed it. (laughs)
4: Mom posted the video on social media, and it's creeping out a lot of people. I will never get over this, goes one comment. Lots of folks are comparing it to Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Experts have identified the spider as a yellow sack, which are nocturnal creatures that come out at night. A bite isn't lethal, but it can be painful. Luckily, it didn't attack Kyla, and the little girl shows us she's not afraid of a spider. She slept
6: through the whole thing, even me killing it.
4: As much as 15% of the population
6: suffers from arachnophobia.
1: Next, the missing French bulldog and the mysterious airport swap 3,000 miles away.
7: I love you so much.
1: Plus, sushi disaster.
3: Rush to the hospital after eating 32 pieces of sushi. Extreme pain.
1: Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back.
7: terms apply the house of horror's daughter her new life as an
1: influencer
7: next Inside edition
1: she survived being held captive by her screwball parents for years now she's a sensation on social media
3: she can earn anywhere from one to two to three million dollars
1: then room for no more here's what it's like living in the smallest apartment in new york imagine living in a hundred square foot apartment next inside edition
6: of course, is the classic theme from the 1960 movie Where the Boys Are. And today, Hollywood is mourning the loss of its star, Yvette Mimieux. The 80-year-old died in her sleep in her home in Bel-Air of natural causes. She'll long be remembered for playing sensitive women on the big screen. French Bulldogs are impossibly cute, and they're really expensive. They can sell for as much as $5,000, which has made them a favorite target of thieves. Now, one woman's dog was taken in California and ended up on the other side of the country.
5: It's a runaway dog. Look at him go. He slipped out of his leash and just took off. It gets worse. Witnesses saw the dog getting grabbed by three strangers in an SUV. Rachel Avery owns Jag, a highly prized French bulldog. That's the same breed as those dogs owned by Lady Gaga that were dog-napped last year. Rachel, who lives in West Hollywood, was frantic. She immediately offered a $5,000 reward. Then Rachel got the call she was praying for. Cops told her they had tracked down the man who had her dog. He claimed it wasn't a dog napping. He was just trying to rescue the little guy. He agreed to return JAG. Problem is, he was already back home, 3,000 miles away in Philadelphia. Rachel agreed to make the cross-country trip. They met at the airport in Philadelphia. And this is the result a tearful reunion with her beloved dog at the airport. Thank you so much. Here's Jag. Oh, my gosh. What's up, Jag? Rachel is skeptical about the man's claim that Jag wasn't dog napped.
6: They could have taken him to an animal shelter, they could have taken him to a vet.
5: Did you give them the, the reward?
6: I'm unable to make a statement on the reward situation. Um, All that's important is that I got my dog back and that um, that's what was most important to me. Ms. Avery says she will not be filing charges. By the way, one expert on French bulldog theft recommends all owners have their dogs microchipped so that if they are taken, there's a better chance of getting them back. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this.
1: Still to come, Sushi Disaster.
3: Rush to the hospital after eating 32 pieces of sushi. Extreme pain.
7: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500
6: Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? This lady made sure she got her money's worth at an all-you-can-eat sushi place, but she ended up paying a price. She landed in the hospital emergency room. Amra Cagliano explains how that happened.
3: This woman is really enjoying all-you-can-eat sushi. Danielle Shapiro devoured a whopping 32 pieces, among other Japanese favorites. But the 24-year-old from Mountain View, California, soon realized she may have overdone it and was rushed to the hospital this is what Danielle ate during that all-you-can-eat sushi marathon. She started with miso soup, gyoza, jalapeno poppers, then moved on to a snow crab roll, a green dragon roll, a wakame roll, a California roll, and ended with edamame. That sure is a lot of food. We didn't really notice a problem until afterwards, which um, definitely felt a lot of pain. I woke up the next day with extreme pain, I couldn't take deep breaths in and out. After her ordeal, you'd think Danielle would be turned off to all you can eat sushi, right? Nope, I'll probably go back at some point in my life.
6: (laughs) The FDA recently warned against eating too much sushi or any fish for that matter because of rising mercury levels. When we come back, now you see her, now you don't. today where'd
2: she go she's jump roping on a dock maybe not the best idea yikes she falls right through don't worry she's okay maybe next time avoid the dock
6: it was good up until then that's inside edition for today i'm deborah norville thanks for watching we'll see you tomorrow